0: Ultimate pro wrestling podcast created by fans for fans, and this is episode 116. I'm your host, collector, barber, and musician, and most importantly, a professional wrestling podcaster, Talk Wrestling Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Booker
1: Andy.
2: I am also your host, the no selling wrestling indie fan and football lover, Jeremy.
0: Well you know I am happy to say this is another week episode 116 all three of us are here we went out and had a uh, actually a, a really great dinner before the Royal Rumble gotten a little uh, little bro time ate some food and then went back to our uh, respective homes and watched the Rumble but today we will be discussing and reviewing this week's professional wrestling happenings including and unfortunately uh Vince McMahon's new allegations and scandal, uh, CM Punk and Cody Rhodes promo, uh, CM Punk's injury, the Royal Rumble, and more. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a tough week with wrestling all around. All you know, if uh, for had to, it had its ups and
1: downs. Let's just say that it, it had, was, had it its ups and downs.
0: It's been a roller coaster. It's been a roller coaster of 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 bad and then you know i thought personally a pretty good pay-per-view and then more bad news with punk coming out of that so we got some stuff to talk about uh stick around to the end of the show where i'm gonna be talking about my classic pay-per-view of the week spoilers we're in wrestlemania season this week is going to be a classic wrestlemania before we start this week's episode please go to youtube.com backslash at the pw fan pond where we pod where we kindly ask you to like and subscribe that really helps us out everybody that watches us on there or you know listens to audio um we really appreciate all of you uh for all other social media all you gotta do is look up at the pw fan where we should pop right up and if you want to represent uh, and get a t-shirt you can go to uh prowrestlingtees.com backslash the pw fan where we got a bunch of different designs uh, all right, we got a big episode. This is episode 116. Andy, I'm going to pass it over to you. Start with whatever you want to start with. I mean, everything's kind of important and crazy, so wherever, wherever you want to start, we'll uh, we'll jump in with you.
1: So I want to get this out of the way. There's actually two parts to this, so I'll start with the first part. On Thursday, this past Thursday, the 25th, I believe, um, I'm going to cite the New York Times, but there are plenty other um, legitimate um, news outlets that reported this. So New York times, wall street headline journal. Leads, I think wall the street wall journal, street journal,
0: the, the Wall Street Journal, I believe is the first one to break the story. Gotcha.
1: Um, but the headline for the New York times said former WWE employee accuses Vince, Mc- Vince McMahon of sex trafficking. Um, in a lawsuit, the woman says Mr. McMahon hired her at the pro wrestling company in exchange for sex and then abused her for years. Um, I'm not going to get into too much details about this. Uh, if I you want to believe... look,
0: let's just keep it real. Because like I said, this is the pro wrestling podcast for fans by fans. I don't want to talk like a fan. It's
1: horrific, the stuff. Fan. So if you want to read on your I'm, own, I'm, I don't feel like I'm, talking about it.
0: I'm going to talk like a fan and not like a Dave Meltzer or whoever real quick. The shit is fucked up. If you want to read it and get the details on what happened, you can look that up. We're not gonna talk about that on here. We'll give you some factual details, but yeah, it's not good. It's fucked up. And um, I'm gonna talk to you like I'm talking to you like a human, not like a like a podcaster or a uh you know, wrestling media or whatever. No, it's just it's messed up. So if you want to look it up, you can look it up. You can see what just, just Google the, Vince the, uh, McMahon, you'll
1: find it. Don't you don't have to look yeah.
0: hard. But the whole, Um, the whole, uh, I believe the the whole lawsuit is available to read. It's like 63 pages. I believe this is the same
1: woman that um, had allegations that we talked about in a previous episode in 2022. Um, But there's much more detail on this now. Uh, John Laurinaitis was mentioned as he was also mentioned in the 2022 um, allegations, as well as uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, like Tim not said, by name, you know,
0: if you... but we need to say it's not by name, but it's a, it's a allegedly Brock Lesnar because in the lawsuit they say that allegedly again, this is all alleged former that, UFC uh,
1: heavyweight champion
0: who was being who was having his contract reworked on and re uh, going to resign at the time, so. That's part of it. And then also Brock Lesnar was supposed to be in the Royal Rumble and he got pulled. If you want to put the pieces together, say what you will about that. But it is what it is. Um, The second part
1: to all this, though, is I believe uh, maybe it was the next day. um, And it could have been Saturday, but I think it was the next day, Friday. Uh, Vince McMahon stepped down from WWE and TKO. Vince McMahon no longer has any ties with the WWE or TKO. WWE has removed him from their website. Um, he's pretty much been given the Chris Benoit treatment of you're just you're cut you're gone, you know. Um, and I believe this stemmed off of Slim Jim suspending their uh, significant sponsorship. And it was shortly after. Slim Jim
2: saved the day.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say, like, the the response from TKO, they were right away seemed to be taking it very seriously. And then um, I think the Slim Jim sponsorship sped everything up even more. Um, And so, yeah, Vince McMahon is no longer with the company. Um, And, again, if you want to find more details about this part, and what uh the board and um CEOs and um other executives are doing about it or plan to do about it you can you can find
0: it online um so before we move on cuz there really there's not much else to say except it's it's messed up and it's all out there so we've told you about it you can get on google you can find everything that you want to find. Trust me. There's screen caps, there's text messages, there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, But I don't know. I guess it's one of those things where I'll, for me, I'll close on the vent stuff with this. Uh, First of all, it's very, it's crazy that the guy that really made pro wrestling, WWE sports entertainment, what we know today is basically going to be blacklisted from his own company. Like Andy said, he's getting the he's going to get the Chris Benoit treatment. It's going to be like this weird gray area of like, how did, you know, because any, any kid that's like, look, let, let's say like a seven-year-old watches wrestling right now. Like when I started watching wrestling, when they're older, unless they do research, it's like, how did the WWE get big? It's like, well, there was this guy and he did like a lot of, Allegedly, did a lot of messed up stuff. So that's going to be Vince's story. Uh, at the at the same point, I was talking to the, about this with Andy. I don't know why we're surprised uh, with the 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 allegations with Jimmy Snuka and allegedly Vince doing some sort of cover up with that, uh, and then just weird storylines over the years that have been actually talked about. You know, Stephanie. There was a, a an angle where Stephanie said that he wanted her to be pregnant, and then Vince was going to be the father, in an incest angle, and then the the Katie Vick stuff, and all the 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 poop humor. I'm not trying to be funny, honestly. Like it just makes you like look back at a lot of that stuff, like, and you're like, ah, it, it's it's not good. Well, like you like it we said when we
1: were talking, Vince it hits a lot. It hit, It makes it hit a lot as Brock. different. Brock was more surprising, and it allegedly sucks that, Brock. Allegedly, again, not named specifically, but um, I'm assuming that's who they're talking about because there are no other WWE superstars that were UFC heavyweight champion.
0: Process um, of elimination.
1: If it is Brock, <laughs> it's uh, early, it's uh, early, bro. if it is Brock, he tarnished his legacy. And if it yeah. is Brock, you'll probably never see him again, considering he does not like people. And he'll disappear onto his farm.
0: In a different country where he'll never have to come back unless they make him. Saskatchewan. Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: yeah, it kind of um, isn't a surprise at all, like you said, Tim. But I don't know. It almost feels like it kind of sucks because it just feels like wrestling, for the most part, has been like almost rooted in this is like that's how it was like founded almost
1: this hurt me and tim are talking it's like actually it's it's unfortunately the entertainment industry you can find this in some way well yeah
2: but like all of wrestling every promotion has almost had an issue like this
0: and i will say not
2: probably to this extent of vince but you know
0: uh this is and i don't know look vince doesn't listen to our show but somebody else will probably say it it, uh, it, he's an embarrassment. He's embarrassing. He is embarrassing to like be a wrestling fan and like someone be like, I've had customers already when the stuff was announced that day, be like, oh, I guess you heard about the Vince stuff. And they brought it up to me because they know I'm a wrestling guy. And I'm like, yeah, I heard about it. And it's embar. He is an embarrassment to the thing that he basically created. Let's
1: cut that off from there, though. I don't want to talk about Vince anymore. Just don't. I don't want okay. to, you know. Unless you guys got more to add, I just know I don't. It was horrific. He's he's left a stain on on WWE, at least for a little while.
0: He left a brown stain, for sure. Um. So let's take it from there and see what you want to say.
1: Um, so this week was the rumble. That being said, I want to get to that. That's going to be the bulk of the show. So the rest of the shows will kind of be quick. I guess you could say, uh, starting with raw, raw this past week opened up with, uh, Seth Rollins who, uh, talked about his, his knee injury that we had mentioned, um, last week's episode that he sustained during, um, his match with Jinder Mahal And um, basically, he was saying that he would do everything in his power to compete at WrestleMania and defend his title um, despite his injury. During this promo, Gunther would come out and uh, claim that he would win the Men's Rumble and challenge Rollins. Um, I thought it was a really good segment. It actually had me believing there for a little bit that they were going to go a different way, especially when rumors that Sports Illustrated put out saying that Gunther was planned to win and face Rollins and that uh, the planned or so we thought planned CM Punk versus Seth Rollins match was not going to happen. But that was a strong opening segment. Moving forward, we had a uh, Nia Jax promo that was interrupted by uh, Becky Lynch as well as uh, Bailey from SmackDown. Um, Nia Jax started talking about our plans to dominate the Rumble. Um, and like I said, Becky Lynch and Bailey ended up coming down. Um, there was a little brawl uh, between them, and I believe Nia Jax in the end stood tall to close out the segment. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that great of it, but it had to do with the Rumble, so I figured I'd mention it. Um. The big part of the show was the CM Punk and Cody Rhodes face-to-face for the first time. Punk seems to be having promos since he's been back with people. And this week, him and Cody had a very good, uh, you know, explosive promo segment. Uh, These two talked about Dusty Rhodes, and they took digs at each other um, before Punk claimed to be more like his father than uh than cody is saying he's more blue blue collar than cody um cody ended up you know firing back claiming that to be more cm punk than cm punk is some of the quotes i'm gonna go through really this was a great
0: really powerful back and forth i thought this was really good
1: um so some of the quotes i'm gonna go through this is punk talking about his time in ovw and dusty telling him to watch over cody he said when the american dream asks you for a favor you say yes this of course would cause cody to start tearing up um cody rhodes would say we became friends and uh that's what makes this so bittersweet um with their their battle and the rumble on the horizon um, like I said before, punk said, I'm more of the American dream than you are. Uh, roads ended up saying when you left WWE, you didn't pass the torch. You dropped it. You know who picked it up. I did everything you spoke about. I did when you talked, I walked what's actually ironic is that makes me more CM punk than you. Um,
0: mm. damn.
1: Yep. Yep. So they both talked about wanting to finish their story. Um, punk said there was a much bigger star who came back and was ready to take away the finish the road story. And I guess he was taking a dig at the rock stuff. Cause he said, I'm talking about me. So that, that was my favorite part of raw. Um, I assume you all agree as well.
0: Yeah, I think
2: by far that was the best part. It was
0: great. Like I was saying before, I thought the whole segment was powerful. Peripheral. You can tell we're from the Northeast. Powerful. I'm not going to tell you where. I don't want any of you freaks to know where we live. But uh, <laughs> based off this accent, you you can take a guess where we're from. But uh, <laughs> but no, like I was saying, I think it was great. Uh, I love the back and forth, and I hope you know we'll get into it later. But I hope when Punk, you know, comes back eventually, we there will be a good. Cody Rhodes and Punk segment or feud or something because they had some chemistry there. I'd like to see more in the future.
1: Um, speaking of... Yeah, they David never McEntire. actually face
2: each other, right? Like, Maybe. at least this Cody. Yeah, no.
1: No, not in AEW. Because he was like Stardust. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, he's out now, so I'll have to go back and, and watch his his promo. Um, but the main event overall was Drew McIntyre defeating Damian Priest. Uh, let's get into Dynamite. Hangman Adam Page and his mustache defeat uh, Penta. Then uh, I believe it was Dynamite. I was trying to find this somewhere. Young Bucks had another backstage, uh, kind of segment where they're filling that asshole EVP role, which I said before. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm all into. It's just them. Yeah, it's just them now. It's just their natural selves. Yeah. The buckaroos. Um, Tony Storm, Deanna (laughs) Parrazzo, and Renee Paquette have an interview at the top of the ramp. Um, If you've been watching, they're definitely going with Deanna and Tony Storm uh, for the title. Again, talking about their past and whatnot. Uh, This was kind of a random match, in my opinion, but we have Swerve Strickland defeating Jeff Hardy. Uh, I actually enjoyed the match. Again, Jeff. Jeff came out with Matt this time, started to do the dance on stage, but stopped. And then Matt started doing the delete. Yeah. So then Jeff was all about doing the deleting and not.
2: When, when Jeff has like singles matches, I feel like he's like a different person than he does.
1: In I feel tags. like he wrestles a little better. For some reason, the tag matches yeah. don't seem to go his way. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I hated it. Look, the crowd loved it. I sent Tim videos of this. I hated Adam Kogan. I didn't hate it. Versus Minara Suzuki, man. You knew what it was going to be. I know. And I texted Tim, and people people don't like this opinion when people say but I was like, can't believe Edge has lowered himself to this. Because I hate that. That's thing. not lowered himself. I hate it's that. It's a different style. Wrestling. All right, all right,
0: all right. Let's talk as three <laughs> on, different
1: styles. And then Jer- Jeremy, Jeremy can Jeremy, defend.
0: But- let's all hang on. We're not. Yeah, but you
2: can't say it lowered himself. That's like you can say lowered himself by going to WWE because of
0: Vince. That's true.
1: I just hate all that right. style.
0: Let's just take a different <laughs> I know approach he here.
1: loved it. He probably loved it. You know, Minar Suzuki's a legend,
0: but na, 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 na. Okay. What did what through. did uh yeah, Jeremy It's just a different style though. Jeremy, what do you think? Let's let's start with you. Edge throwing forearms.
2: I mean, he knew exactly what it was. It was gonna I knew be, it was gonna be slap fight. Suzuki. Yeah, him and then they go back and forth all the time. But I mean He's built as that person who's like a very strong style person who's going to have those back and you, can forth. Can you riddle me this?
1: Why people like just the back and forth hit, hit, hit.
2: Well, first of all, it's crowd crowd's chanting, so you know, this is
1: awesome. And I was just like, yeah. this to me is not awesome. Fair. Different flavors like, for it's, different... It's intense. Different it's strokes, intense. Different
2: it has a, uh, you know... I don't know, more intensity than like a lot of WWE matches, I think.
1: This is why you're the no-selling indie wrestling fan. Yeah,
2: I just like all different kinds of styles. I'm
0: I'm neutral here I, cuz I actually enjoy a lot of the Japanese style. Um uh in a weird way, Edge doing it, I don't know why kind of felt I don't want to say sad, but it kind of like bummed me out a little bit. And then I did, I did see on a separate note why because he he's
1: lowering himself.
0: No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> no one, you're saying that. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know, and I'm gonna be the neutral one for once. Uh, I did see where I guess Suzuki laid one in pretty good on Copeland, and Edge was like, "Oh hell no," and he laid one. Hard back. I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> like there was a couple shots in there where they were really hitting hard. But look, my thing is this: if if Edge Adam Copeland is happy and he wants to do this stuff because he's retiring soon and it's good for him, as his fan, I'm gonna support it. But it did feel weird. It, it just it just feels. You know, sometimes Edge is like for me like it still feels like uh, Batman showed up in like an Avengers movie. Like it's like it's cool but you're like, man, this is weird still. So like I'm I'm just getting used to it. You know, I think it'll probably take a little bit longer. He is the
2: one who wanted that match. Like I guess he yeah, told I know. Tony Connie to no he He can get
1: wanted
0: it. it. See, Booker Indy was Andy, that the first you time him- you've heard you've heard us yeah.
1: talk about that I don't like that I don't I guess you could say I don't like strong style. Sure. But that's what's that's what Japanese makes this this,
0: this show's good because we're all coming at it with a different perspective. I
1: came in hot there. I'm sorry guys. I came in hot in the beginning. It's okay. We forgive you.
0: <laughs> Andy Andy was Andy was offended by Edge doing strong style forearms, which I can understand. But, you know, I don't understand. <laughs> It's, Jeremy's it's like, not this not is all I've player. ever wanted. Jeremy's like, all I've ever wanted was for Jeff Hardy to do strong style forearms,
1: <laughs> I guess. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, if he started doing it, I'm just...
0: <sighs>
1: all right. Well, let's get into SmackDown. Uh, there was a opening segment with Randy Orton. Um Kicking off the show and AJ Styles would interrupt him um, as well as LA Knight. This was all, um, you know, hyping up their fatal four way. I'm not going to go too much into it, but um, I believe before we get too far into the show, Kevin Patrick was let go. Apparently he was well liked backstage, but uh, they just felt he didn't fit good. Right guy. Wrong position yeah I don't, yeah he
2: didn't seem like he fit what raw then right yeah or smackdown i mean
1: yeah from smackdown um see santos escobar defeated carlito um at the end of the match electro lopez would debut to the main roster and uh rip Zelina off the mat if you don't know who electro lopez is um when santos was part of His group at NXT and the leading it, uh, and he was leading it, it was called uh, Legado Del Fantasma. Um, Electra Lopez was the one woman um, in the group, so she has come back up to now join Santos again in uh, his heel faction. The Kabuki Warriors defeated Katana and Kaden to become the new tag team champions. So now, Damage Control holds uh, the tag women's tag team titles as well as the WWE um, women's championship. Austin Theory—that's
2: a name that I didn't want. Triple H to keep. <laughs> Pookie Wars. Kapuki Wars. Yeah.
1: Um, let's see. The Pride and the Final Testament had a segment together. So this is a. Uh, a uh, ongoing story that will continue. Um, a brawl, I believe, ensued. And then Austin Theory and Carmelo Hayes ran ran it back. They ran their match back that Austin Theory had gotten injured in. Um, end of the match, Carmelo Hayes' buddy from NXT, Trick Williams, his music hit. Huge pop, Trick Williams, if you don't watch NXT, is uh, very much over. And his music is... Is uh fun to chant to when when he comes out? Yeah, he has a good
2: theme song. Um, like everyone knows it when he comes. Yeah, I mean it. It just I was
1: a lot of bass, and then people start chanting "Whoop that trick." Um,
2: yeah, I was missing Booker on commentary for that because he does like an ad lib thing throughout the whole song, like on NXT. Uh huh. But he wasn't obviously doing that. I know know Booker's a fan.
1: Um, and actually, I saw an old picture. He was uh, he played one of the guards for Apollo Cruz when he was with Did he really? Yeah, he was one of like the guys dressed in like military uniform during oh, wow. during uh the pandemic era in the Thunderdome. That's pretty cool. Um and the main event was Ellie Night defeating Solo Sokoa. Uh Randy Orton ended up coming out towards the end and would basically take out everyone, if I'm not mistaken. And that's how SmackDown ended. But it was all leading us to the Royal Rumble. And before we get to that, um, I'm going to talk about Collision. Felt bad for Tony Khan this week because Collision fell on the same day as the Rumble. And I feel like even maybe AW hardcore fans probably like the Rumble, though, too. Because it's fun.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's why people don't have weekly weekend shows. Yeah. It's
1: like... You're gonna run into this all yeah. the time. Um so collision. I ended up watching it uh Sunday. Orange Cassie would retain his international title against Commander. Um Roderick Strong is still on the hunt for it. Um Daniel Garcia was attacked backstage before um his six man tag main event. Uh Swerve Strickland and Hangman Adam Page were supposed to be picking each other's matches. Um I believe for next week uh Swerve yeah, picked Dynamite,
2: I think, right?
1: Yeah, Swerve picked uh Toa Leona, I believe he's in Gates of Agony, um to fight Hangman. And Serena Deeb would win her first match back and cut a promo um basically saying that she's going for uh championship gold. And the main event was FTR and Daniel Garcia. Defeating House of Black in and escape the cage elimination match. So instead of their normal cage, this was a cage that had a door to it. And they could climb and uh go out the door. But it was an elimination. So at times there were, you know, odd numbers of uh, yeah. of people. But uh Daniel Garcia and I think it was either Brody Lee or Malachi Black, but they were one was going out the door, and one was climbing down yeah, the cage. Black, yeah. And Mark Briscoe would slam the door on Malachi to stop him, and Daniel Garcia would would hit first. But a little bit before that, he was uh, misted by Julia Hart.
2: So that's collision. You see Meltzer, Meltzer tried to say for this match that they changed it to eliminate or escape the cage because House of Black didn't want to take the pin. And then all of House of Black, like, roasted him on Twitter.
1: Yeah, people are are saying, oh, oh, Malachi refuses to get pinned. And all of
2: House of Black was like, where do you get your news?
1: (laughs) Dude, Malachi's gone off about, like, dirt cheats before. Yeah. He's not a fan. (laughs) Um, Let's get into Royal Rumble. All right, before we get started, I really enjoyed the Rumble. I thought it was one of the best in a while. You go online, half the people loved it, half the people hated it. People are like, this is the worst Rumble. It's like, do you not remember the 2022 Shane McMahon booked Royal Rumble?
2: I would not say worst Rumble, no. Dude, i one
1: had... block one, right, to face I've Roman seen... in a champion against champion.
0: Dude, I've seen so many people commenting being like, worst Rumble ever. I'm like, how can you say that? How can you, like, how can you, <laughs> That's insane. How can you honestly say worst Rumble ever as a definitive statement? That's insane.
2: Yeah. I think there was very high expectations for this one and that's why maybe some people felt it wasn't as good. Like I thought it was good, it wasn't like amazing, but I thought it was still a good rumble. Now this it is feels, a personal. It thing. feels
0: like it feels like it, everything was too good to be true and now it's all falling apart, which is kind of what's happening with people getting injured and other stuff. But the the expectations yeah. were very high going into this. Yeah.
1: Um it's a personal thing to me. Some people thought it was bad because no legends returned. Every time a legend returns, I'm like, he's not winning, and I, I just and, don't. And
0: I don't. You didn't. You. you yeah. didn't I like
1: surprise it. returns, like, like actual returns of superstars they, that
0: were gone.
2: Look, they have like so many people on the roster now. They don't need and, it.
0: And and the 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 one
2: that can fill And lungs. the
0: one big return that was going to get a huge pop. Was Lesnar, and he obviously couldn't be there for what's going on, and then Braun Breaker took his place. So uh, it's not going to be the So there was supposed to be some stuff.
2: I w- I will say that I think this was the best women's raw rumble. I was
0: I literally about was. to say that
1: this, because that's what we're starting with. <laughs> I mean, they stole the show.
0: This, this the rumble their rumble felt. It was a really, very was strong good. women's rumble. Yeah.
1: Um. So let's get into it. Yeah. Opening contest was the women's Royal Rumble. There were four matches total on the card. Um. It started off with Natalia at number one, and a returning Naomi. to Start the Rumble.
0: Um, I love nice, this. nice reaction yeah, to her. The rumor, good. good the good rumors had Naomi. gone
1: around. She had recently lost her knockouts. Type. I believe she won at Hard to Kill, and retained. And I was like, maybe she's not coming. But then she lost it. Um. Yeah. To was it Jordan Grace?
2: Yep. Yeah, who? Well, yeah.
1: speaking of the first surprise after <laughs> Naomi was Jordan Grace. She was like number five or something. It was pretty early on.
2: Yeah, it's pretty early. Uh, yeah.
1: Jordan Grace is, and I don't want to use his name, but she's like the Brock of women. Uh, she just manhandled. Size-wise. Yeah, she just manhandled people. Yeah, yeah. We have to get specific of why she's like Brock. <laughs> um, I actually had never seen her uh, wrestle at all. And so I was super impressed. Yeah, me too. I feel like when her contract's up, WWE might have her eye on her if they hadn't already.
2: Yeah. Uh, the WWE also said when she came out, she wore the title around her waist, and then they also said on commentary that she's the TNA yep. Knockout Women's Champion. And I believe they, they put did, over the, TNA. They
1: did that too when Mickie James was the champion and, and popped in.
2: I don't. I don't. They never mentioned TNA. They said like, it under her thing. name. Yeah, but, like, I mean, on, like, commentary, oh, okay. never, like, talked about it.
1: Um, Tim, I know it was probably your first time. What do you think of Jordan Grace from TNA?
0: I'd, well, first of all, I couldn't She was in there it. a little bit. She was in there a while. She looked like she belonged. She held her own. And not only did she look like she belonged, she looked physically imposing and impressive next to even some of the bigger, more muscular women in – Uh, You know, that were already in the ring. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if down the road, because even Triple H mentioned her by name at the press conference, and we'll get into some of that later. But uh, obviously, it looked like she made an impact, and I thought she looked really strong. And that's just good for TNA, you know, because, look, we noticed it. Right. And I'm sure a bunch of, you know, more casual, more casual viewers. See TNA Knockouts Champion, you know, and then it's like, hey, what's this? That that's good for them. It gives them a, a chance for maybe someone to look something up.
2: Yeah, I also liked how when she came in, her and Naomi like obviously knew each other from TNA and just had a match.
0: Oh, uh, dude, like hugs. I
2: and then immediately started
0: punching each other. But <laughs> I said, I said, bro, Triple H is doing like inception levels of. He's doing a TNA storyline within a WWE Royal Rumble. Like he's a smart, he's yeah. a smart dude. Like he he knows what's up, regardless of the response to the yeah. questions that I guess we'll get into later. Booker Hunter, Booker I'm Hunter, listen, Booker Hunter, not so great at answering tough questions.
1: <laughs> well, speaking questions. of women who were in uh, physically uh, imposing shapes. We finally got the debut of Jade Cargill.
2: Uh, Uh, I thought you were going to say that. someone else. No, no.
1: uh, debut of Jade Cargill in the Royal rumble. Um, she came in and pretty much went right after Nia Jax, um, eliminating her who Nia had been, uh, throwing women out left and right. I thought it made her look really strong. um, There's mixed reviews. So there's mixed reviews of it. Some people uh, didn't think she did well. Me and Tim were sitting there thinking she did really well. Um, I did read. I thought the spots she came in was good. I did read multiple places that apparently she's having trouble remembering stuff while in the ring.
2: I mean, she's still learning.
1: But uh, I know. I know Tim was impressed. Tim, what did you think of Jade's? You know, we've watched her in AEW. First but of all, she looks I, like a star.
0: I don't understand. I I'm I'm being genuine here because I brought it up the entire time that she was in the ring to Andy live as it was happening. I thought she looked great. I was like, dude, she's nailing these super kicks. She's like doing stuff off the top rope. Like I thought she was me personally, I thought she was killing it. And then Dave and, you know, his crew was saying how oh she was missing spots and like looked sloppy and I'm being genuine here I don't see what they were talking about I I I used to be very hard on her and was like you know she's the she's the woman goldberg and I thought she crushed it like I thought she looked just as good as anybody else in that match me personally I don't know if you guys I thought she looked very strong yeah
1: and Jeremy, I ask you. I thought so too. How, Jeremy? I ask you. How do you feel about? It seemed like a little WrestleMania tease, possibly the standoff with Bianca and her. They both were yeah, doing yeah, two places. And...
2: Do you think? I don't know, like if she's ready for that stuff yet or not. Because, like, I'll see, like, an AEW was when she like very first started. And you can like really tell that. And but now she has a lot more training and she looks so much better in the spot. But it was, it was also a very quick spot. It was like, what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. She was in there.
0: She just seemed um, she it was down. she was one of the last three. She seemed one of the last. Oh, that's right. Never mind. But she seemed much more confident. And I think for where she was in AEW in ring wise, even though she had the look to what I saw, even if it was just for a few minutes in the rumble is night and day. Night and day. Like. Just like I mean, reminds, I also feel like the Rumble yeah. can be chaotic for anyone, but yeah, but it reminds me a lot of
2: yeah, like the Rumble's a good spot for someone who's not but totally comfortable.
0: She yet. she's gonna have, and this is my prediction: she's gonna have that Trish Stratus Nikki Bella story arc where no one thought that she was like actually gonna be good in the ring, and then when she finally like has her moment, it's gonna be like, damn, she like Nikki Bella ended up re- being really good worker. Trish Stratus, to this day, when she came back, still really good in the ring. I think Jay Cargill is gonna have the same. She's better thing now there. than she was back then. Yeah, yeah. Trish is I, better now. <laughs> I, I think Jay Cargill is gonna have the same thing where people were like unsure if she was really gonna be able to wrestle or not, and she's eventually gonna have. She's eventually gonna have it.
2: And she, well, I guess we'll see if they keep her on weekly TV now.
1: I mean, she was one of the final three, but she did come in at like number twenty four, twenty five. Um, but number 30 would be Liv Morgan. And I think back. maybe the final four was Liv, Jade, Bailey, and maybe Becky. But the final three were yeah. definitely Liv, Jade, and Bailey, who both, who all three ended up on the apron um, over the top rope fighting. Uh, Liv Morgan hit Jade Cargill with, um, I don't know if it was her finisher, but she hit her with a move. Jade fell out. Uh, Liv was laying on the apron. Bailey kicked Liv out of the ring and Bailey won. And that crowd was, was hyped. Um, Bailey is about to have a baby face run, even though she's yeah. in damage control. I,
2: I thought this was the best match. The crowd was hyped for Um, like later on. I'm, I'm happy. happy Bailey it, won.
1: I didn't, I didn't yeah. know I would be. I thought Becky was going to win to face Rhea. No, yeah, I'm glad you were Yeah, Cause that,
2: yeah. Maybe a l elimination chamber or something. Yeah. But um yeah, I think Bailey was the right call because by the response, definitely.
1: Um so that Tim, you got something to add? No, not for this. Okay. So Bailey was your uh Women's World Rumble winner. Um
0: I think first, the right my nine. only thing that my only thing to add is I think that the right person won. So Yeah. The first non-Rumble
1: match of the night was the uh, our Fatal Four Way: Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles versus LA Knight versus Reign Orton for the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Um, I
0: thought this was v- AJ very rocking good. some new
1: gear. He was rocking that TNA Evil Ways jacket with the gray hoodie
0: inside <laughs> it of it. The gray hoodie with the black leather jacket. If you're a if you're a longtime AJ uh, follower, you know that look.
1: Um, And he wasn't wearing just like those all black jeans and like boots. He was wearing like all black tights with it was almost like um, like a biker gang kind of
0: font. He was paying uh, he was paying homage to the aces and eights thing, but also it, it looked like it was like a little callback to a lot of his darker TNA stuff. Do you think something's going to happen
2: soon with like character-wise for them? I know. Like, they're, they're, It doesn't seem like they've done anything. They're yet.
0: building towards something. I don't know if it's a heel turn, but they're doing they're doing something here. I don't know what it is yet.
1: Um. So, so the match itself. Um. Of course, Solo Sokoa would get involved, which I feel like he didn't need to. <laughs> of course, he really didn't need to, based on the ending. But the match was fun. Right. Um. There was some, you know, there was a lot of times where everyone in the match um, seemed like they they were going to win it. Um, everyone ended up being stacked at one point. AJ almost pinned all of the stacked bodies. Roman did as well. Now, this is the first match where I thought there was an injury in the night, and Tim was watching with me. We saw Randy fucked up his shoulder when he was uh, yeah. preparing or. I guess you could say vipering up. He was smashing. Yeah, Do you remember he's Tim? Psycho. You said he's done it before. Why is like everybody it made out of its
0: socket? Why is everybody made out of paper now? Everybody's made out of wet. <laughs> everybody's made out of wet paper, dude. They're just doing little things and throws his hands down, and throws out his shoulder. Yeah, no, Randy did this once before, where he does that thing where he slides down on his stomach and he smacks his arms on the mat to get like hyped up for the finisher. We he hurt himself, like, I think it was, like, a couple times, like, 10 years ago. He, like, popped a tore his rotator cuff or something doing that. And then last night...
2: Yeah, like, a shoulder came yeah, out. Yeah, that,
0: that last night, he slid down and did that. And I noticed that first one was super hard. And then he kind of was like, uh-oh. And then I noticed that the ones after that weren't very hard. And I think Andy noticed it, too. And he was, like, kind of, like, more... I don't know. Just like more like awkward. After. He's
2: not. He's not used to all that muscle that he has.
1: Dude, But uh, I thought the match was fun.
0: Um, people were in and
1: out. Um, Roman would end up retaining. Um, everyone got their spots in. Um, and uh, Roman would end up pinning AJ Styles in the end. Next match, uh, I ended up watching the next day because we had to pause it while I was at Tim's and I wanted to catch up later. I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens. I enjoyed it, I think, more than I thought I would. Um, In the end, Logan tried to get one of his friends to hop the barricade, give him brass knuckles. That was awkward. But his friend got booted and... I guess, dropped the brass knuckles or maybe didn't have, I don't know. But then Austin Theory and Grayson Waller ran out. Austin Theory would give Logan Paul the brass knucks. Kevin Owens would end up getting them from Logan Paul and hit Logan Paul with the brass knuckles, go to pin, and as he's holding Logan's leg up, the uh, the ref sees the brass knuckles around Kevin Owens' hand and KO gets disqualified. So Logan Paul retains... Afterwards, though, uh, Kevin Owens was was pissed off and ends up power bombing Logan Paul through the table. There was I was talking to Jeremy about this before we started recording. There was a video backstage where someone was trying to interview him. This dude had to be concussed <laughs> or something, man. He tried to answer her question. Yeah. And like, she, I, I think he, she was asking him about his next challenge. And he's like, yeah, whoever yeah. they want. And then he looks at her. He goes, <laughs> I can't do this right now. And just walks away. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I was like, did no one check this guy yeah, before? Dude.
1: I was like, what the hell? He looked <laughs> out of it.
2: Poor guy. That was bad. Okay. the The ending I thought was like almost kind of funny with like the ref because like the angle that they had it on too, on like him holding the leg with the brass knuckles and the ref seeing it onto the two count, and then McAfee is like, what? The ref has twenty twenty vision all of a sudden? Yeah. <laughs>
1: um. So Logan Paul retains. A lot of people are thinking it's going to be uh, Logan Paul versus L.A. Knight at Mania. Maybe L.A. gets his first. Yeah, that'd be a good one. If it is, we get to see yeah, him. Yeah, he better win. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and then our main event was the Men's World Rumble. Um, let's just—I'm just going to go in some of the.
2: Well, I liked how it started. The first two.
1: Um, mark this, Jane, Jeremy. Jimmy Jimmy. Oh, okay. Either someone okay. has the TV too loud, or they need to turn their headphones down. Because I'm hearing. Hearing what? One of us talk, or if the TV is loud, it's if no one has the TV volume on, then it's not the TV. But
0: I don't. I don't I'm have. Just
1: a TV letting on. you know. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything on either. Then it's it's one of y'all's headphones, but it might be Tim's because he gets you get close to the.
0: I don't even mic. have anything. I don't have anything on.
1: No, I'm saying your headphones. All right, me them. talking comes through your headphones, and then I think it. I think it comes through. Um, okay. all right, Jeremy. We are going to get into the room. Okay. All right, so let's go. So with the Rumble, I'm just going to go down. Well, first I'll start. I, I didn't write this down. I don't know why I didn't write this down. The Rumble started with number one, Jay Uso, and number two, Jimmy Uso. Uh, this caused a good reaction from the crowd. Um, I know it was a good reaction from me and Tim as well. Yeah, I liked it. Tim, what you think? Jimmy, Jay, starting off?
0: thought it was good. Um, I also was thinking about this during the match that, you know, they're twin brothers, but... They really do feel like different characters now, you know, like if it feels like they both can do their own thing and it's not weird. Do you remember what Jay did? The
1: moves that he was doing paying homage to uh, his dad and The Rock, you said.
0: Yeah, he did some he did The Rock's punches. He did something for Rikishi. Uh, Those were the ones. Tim's going to get sad as we talk about the
1: rumble. As we get later. Want, I can't talk about the <laughs> right now. <laughs> Come on, Tim. <laughs> get energized again. <laughs> 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 um, our first surprise, though, was a returning Andrade from, uh, from you know, he's been in AEW the past couple of years.
2: He didn't get that much of a reaction as I thought he was going to get.
1: No, I, I mean... One, I didn't recognize his music. It wasn't the same music that he had the first time. That's what I thought
2: too. um yeah, I heard the music and and also, like since you mentioned it, like do you think the music now is very very much more generic? I've seen like the complaints about people saying this, but like the music for every wrestler now is like more generic than it was before, and like that's why most of the crowd couldn't immediately like recognize who came out.
1: Well, you know what I think, Tim. I think you need to to write some music write some theme yeah, Tim songs
0: write
1: some music for it for
0: the WW <laughs> <laughs> send it, send it their way. <laughs>
1: Tim's like, you want something generic? Let me, let me, let me
0: write let you. Me hit you. <laughs> yeah. Let me hit you with that, that <laughs> open <laughs> chords. <laughs> <Those> open <laughs> <notes. Yeah. laughs> um
2: But I think that was like, Part of the problem with like when the wrestlers came out because they obviously don't have like the titantron there behind them because it's the stadium show,
1: yeah, but it was hard so to see everyone, the way the the high camera was, it was hard to see the names on the ring as well as yeah. on the titantron.
2: So it took a minute for everyone to be like, Oh, it's you know, whatever, yeah, or on Friday,
1: yeah, if it was a song that you didn't recognize right away, yeah, it was like a delayed reaction. Um, we had Carmelo Hayes who had a Nice reaction. And he crushed it in the Rumble, man. I thought he looked great from NXT.
2: Yeah. Um, I was yeah, telling
1: Tim because really I don't think, Tim, you really had seen much of Carmelo before.
0: He was, yeah, um, I thought he was good.
1: Do you remember? And then uh, I believe, what was he, number 20, 21. So, like Tim said before, Braun Breaker from NXT. Ended up replacing Brock in the Rumble, or so it was told. So, you know, online has been saying. And I guess all the same spots were basically done by him, including who he was eliminated by. And that was Dominic Mysterio, meaning Brock was supposed to be eliminated by Dom. So I read, and they were supposed to have Dom versus Brock at Elimination Chamber. I wish that was happening, but Brock, if it is Brock, allegedly is his comeback.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's allegedly a
1: scumbag.
2: I've seeing Dominic. Yeah, yeah, So imagine Dominic eliminating him. I mean, Levin like just a funny picture to see.
1: So Jeremy, you you seem to think um, that because I I haven't seen it been confirmed, but Braun is now basically on the roster quietly. Do you think they just continue yeah. that storyline and have Braun Of or, with Dominic? I mean, they're not not familiar with each other. They've been in NXT, especially when Dom was yeah. north America I mean, they could make it work
2: north, for, like... But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, like, his first feud on the main roster, I think that's not a bad one.
1: There was a video that came out earlier it, that day with Punk training with Braun and Carmelo and Trick and... Yeah. Um,
2: and Brian, I mean, Braun looked really good, too.
1: And Lexus King, a.k.a. Brian Pillman Jr. It must have been weird for yeah. Punk to see him. Okay, you're like, not... You're not the jock Hillman? anymore, man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, and then also, like, was it right after Braun and then Omos was in the ring? And then Pat McAfee was actually, what, the next one after that, I think. Yeah. So Sur- Surprise,
1: surprisingly to him. Well, Jeremy must have my notes in front of him because that was the next surprise I had no, written down. Pat know. McAfee, who <laughs> came out at the beginning of the show. So like Jeremy said, Pat McAfee stood up from his desk. Um, I think... He was out there the entire show, right? Or just from the beginning of the rumble? Yeah, he was right? doing commentary. The whole show.
2: Yeah, and then they play. He he explained it on his show the next day, where he was like, "I had no idea that I was in the rumble," and they just play his music.
1: Well, he really didn't do anything. If you want to expand, well, he was like,
2: "I mean, I was in cowboy boots." He's like, "And then there's a moss in the ring." He's like, "I'm not doing it." He got he stood on the.
1: What is that, Tim? <laughs>
2: We don't need any more Vince in this. Was it?
1: Is it a book though? I don't.
2: It's a
0: DVD. The McMahon
1: oh. documentary. <laughs> I was telling Tim, I wish, uh, I wish this Netflix Vince McMahon doc that's coming out or whatever um, would have waited. Would have waited. <laughs> now, <laughs> now they'll, they'll just we'll just have to wait for the Dark Side of the Ring episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just the whole last season of Dark Side will just be all Vince.
1: Was yeah, any? I'm a, let me ask you so. guys. Was anyone? So Punk came out at twenty seven. Was anyone disappointed yeah. at all with number thirty?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like everything is going to be a disappointment if it's not someone big. Like, huge. dude, I Who was you ready if it
0: wasn't man, same thing? I was ready for it to come crashing down and hurt inside. Got to be a man. Uh-huh. I don't have to hide. <laughs> If you hurt my hey, look, friends, if you hurt an my friends, video
1: package. <laughs> Got to take a stand. <laughs> I, I am can't let a,
0: a real American. Fight for the rights oh, of it was, the. It was it was awful enough to have him doing the voice. You was watching. Him. He was like, "Let me tell yeah, you something, Andrade, dude. Tonight, you know the Royal Rumble, brother. It's gonna be a Do long I really hope down. they book Is Andrade it? better
1: than Vince. Day. Yeah, I hope so, Sam. He was when Triple H was running NXT. He booked Andrade great, so I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping. Um, I would I wouldn't doubt that they put him in the elimination chamber.
2: Yeah, that'd be a good first match for him, or like a second. Now that
1: somebody's out. Yeah. Um, but now that we're on Punk though, so sorry, number thirty was was Sami Zayn. Um, I was telling Tim during it, I was like, I was like, what if? MJF just came out. That's who I wanted to <laughs> be. I know. It wasn't going to happen. That dude is in AEW. It was let's like just MJF
2: or The Rock or everyone's going to be like disappointed.
1: Some people, I mean, look, some people love that Samuel's out there. I just, I almost forgot that he was an option. Yeah, mean, it. And Tim's about to play us something now. He's playing us Hulk Hogan's theme song.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I kind of hate how catchy it is
1: And cut <laughs> I said cut damn it I said turn this off all right, so, Jesus, Punk, Punk is in there. The final four is Punk, Cody Rhodes, uh, Gunther, and Drew. Um, Drew hits a aftershock DDT on Punk. Punk starts grabbing his right tricep.
0: I wasn't Turns well here. Turns out I was about uh, thirteen thousand dollars, and CM Punk getting hurt in the hole <laughs> at this point. So. When no, so in all seriousness, <laughs> he takes the DDT, and I said to Andy, I said he grabbed his arm. He's not selling his head. Something's wrong, and, and then he goes like, to
1: the 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 corner. He's he talking goes to, to the refs. corner,
0: and he's talking to the girl ref. And then like two more refs come over, and I look over at Andy, and I'm like, it's not good. And I was like, something's. But then something's he starts
1: good. using his arm, so we're
0: like, and then he, he's he's throwing just... forearms. So then we're like, okay, maybe he's okay. Maybe he just had a like a sting or something. And then a whole day went by, and
1: we hadn't heard anything until today. Um, so that being said, before I get to the very end of the match, so I'm just gonna, since we're talking about Punk, um, Punk is injured, and he announced tonight as we're watching Raw that he won't be at WrestleMania. Um, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the same injury, same arm that he sustained in AEW. Um, but in AEW did he get hurt during the match or during the brawl out? Uh during the match. And then probably yeah. made it worse during the brawl out. But
2: yeah, yeah. Walking hungry. Surrounded by children.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, punk is hurt. So it came down to so punk eliminated Drew as he said he was gonna, and then it came down to Cody and Punk and uh, they went at it for a little bit some people complained online that it was uh, slow and too long people also was... shit on CM Punk as always in I his thought it was awesome ability.
0: everybody was... dude he wrestles the same way he always has go back I was and like, watch punk's it slow punk's an go, old man go back and watch any CM Punk <laughs> it looks match looks the same to me 10 15 years ago he wrestles exactly the same he was never doing front <laughs> flips he was <laughs> never doing any of that stuff.
2: I know. <laughs> you know what cracks me up too is like the people who are like, "Man, he looks great for not wrestling in, like ten years," and I was like, "Guys, he was like wrestling like six
1: months ago." <laughs> yeah, at the Wem- at Wembley Stadium.
0: But the, 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 the yeah, the, Wembley Stadium. The, but the dude, he he wrestles exactly the same how he always has. There's even a whole segment in his old DVD where it talks about how he's. He is a little clunky. He doesn't have a good footwork, but you know he's still like a good.
2: Yeah, he says it himself. Like too. it's always he, he's not most coordinated. Guys,
0: he's always been this way. You're remembering something that's not real. <laughs> like you're like you're remembering like him, like being like <laughs> like like Neville or something. The perfect. Wrestler. Like it wasn't like that. Yeah.
1: Go back and watch this. His stuff.
2: Yeah, like one of his best matches was against Cena at Money in the Bank. Slow. And he, it's a uh, slow, messed methodical... Up, think, GTS. Yeah, it's like a
0: slow, methodical match. Like, it's not like... It's wrestling. Yeah. CM Punk does wrestling. He's not a he's not a Young Bucks, like, flipping guy. I'm like, I don't know what you all think you remember, but it wasn't like that.
1: <laughs> so so Cody Rhodes and him are going at it, as a couple of, uh, couple of, couple a of guys do. And uh Punk hit a pedigree. And which was surprising. I don't know if it was uh to poke fun at the Cody and Triple H stuff or yeah. I don't I don't know what it was for, but I've never seen Punk do it. He hit yeah. that. Um what do you say? I didn't come back after ten years to lose Dusty's kid Somebody yeah. yelled.
2: That's fun. That's a good line. He here. got
1: Cody up into a GTS, GTS uh, Cody can um, reversed it and threw Punk out. Cody won the Rumble two years back to back. Uh does a little tribute to the Bullet Club and then points directly at Roman up in the stands and basically calls his shot right then and there. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the Royal Rumble. Um, I wasn't, I'm not mad about, about the winner.
2: Yeah. I'm actually, especially now with
1: punk, I guess, getting hurt. It would suck if he had one. And then he, and I, but I don't,
0: in my head, in, in my head, punk wasn't going to, was never winning the rumble. He was going to do something else with Seth separate. So I think he would win the chamber and earn his shot. I think, I think Cody winning was the, the right call. And. Honestly, now that now that sense. Punk's not gonna be there, which, dude, because we're all gonna be there, I would be so happy if he just came out and just talked to you know what I. That's what I was telling like, Andy earlier. Can you just come out. I was like, he
2: just needs to make an appearance. Can you just
0: come out and talk to everybody. Like it doesn't. It sucks. You can't wrestle, but you gotta. Can you just come out and say hi to everybody? Like that would be. That would make. That would make, <laughs> yeah, my, night. That would Yo, make my night. That would make my night. I'd be doing this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, God, now I don't know what I was going to say, because I don't want to move on right now. Oh. What percentage? Are you 50-50 on Cody finishing the story? Or, Dude, if Roman retains again while we're there, I'll just –
0: no, like, I want. I I think it's me personally. <laughs> he I, needs the win. I think it's time. It's time. <laughs> Cody,
1: yeah,
0: he he needs th- the win. Main, and yeah. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the Cody era of WWE. With Look,
1: Rock. Likes- I was ready for it
0: last year.
1: Rock likes long term builds. What if he pulls what he did with Miz and Cena? Roman's not winning super cleanly. Comes out, Rock Bottoms Roman. Cody wins. Set up for next year's Mania like they did with Cena. Just rinse and repeat long-term.
0: I like it. The only thing that's like, ah, you're taking Does it away... Does Cody's you're win? You're taking away the clean win from Cody. But it is a win-win for everybody. Cody gets the belt, and then that leads into the head-of-the-table match, like you're saying.
1: But if Roman wins, just... Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, if Roman wins. Yeah. If it's the video wins. of the guy just like... If, All right. Roman, if Roman wins th- <laughs> yeah. If Roman
0: wins this year I'm just going to be like Like I don't understand
2: He's going to be champion forever
0: Don't forget he, Triple H said that whole Third inning stuff Last Wrestlemania So Like No It's coming up It's been a I don't a, want to hear that I wonder what inning so We're I in saw, now so If uh, last Wrestlemania Was the third inning
1: He's like This is four
0: It, it better be like The eighth inning Right yeah, Seriously <laughs> Three we need and a half. to be in
2: the end um yeah. i
1: saw a guy on tiktok talking about he he's like he's like roman should win and then and then cody finishes his story right after the new year when they do madison square garden and he finishes his father's story in the arena that dusty you know what i'm saying
0: it's fine. Yeah, just, but
2: also he just needs to
0: win at Mania. Just fucking win no, at Mania. It has to be I'm, Mania, dude. I'm, with, Jer- I'm yeah. with Jeremy on this. It has
2: to be at Mania because we're watching. We're going to be there. And Cody so it holds it all there.
1: year, and Punk wins the Rumble and comes back and beats <laughs> Cody at next year's Mania in the main event.
2: Yeah, it's perfect.
1: But we won't be there.
0: Yeah. I mean, we could. But. I'm so pissed off that Punk Do you guys want to start... talk about
1: the press conference at all?
0: no i mean you can mention it well yeah first thing i'll talk about is cody
2: yeah cody was good
1: cody talked about he's like he's like i was sent a lot of memes he was kind of hurt man you tell about the rock and cody (laughs) crying and the rock finishing the story not cody and um he basically said he's like believe it or not you know he's like i'm the guy
0: i love that that's that's pretty much i love that that's I good. love that he. That's I love good. that he finally basically told everybody to go fuck himself, and he's like, "It's my yep. time now, and I'm <laughs> yeah. the guy," which yeah. he is. He's the chosen. Uh-oh. He's the right person. He's and a, then, he, uh, so, look, so we had we, Cody. We had Bailey. We don't know the guy, right? But he works hard. He seems like a good human being. I mean, we don't know him, but he seems like a good human being. I'm like, he's. <laughs> I feel Triple like-
1: H gave him the props. He's uh, the he's guy. He's like, he, li- he really lives and breathes mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Um, and then, so I'll let you guys go into Triple H and your opinions, because it was only Cody, Bailey, and Triple H that talked.
2: Um, Triple H. I can I can just say. I'm sorry. I was Triple H was asked three this times
1: like- about the stuff. Yeah. He Look, he started off with saying, I think the first time he was like, I'm just trying to focus on the positives. Because someone asked Cody about it too, yeah. about there being a dark, Cody dark cloud. Cody answered it really well. Um, asked him about being a dark or there was a dark cloud, but, you know, um, so yeah, I'll let you guys get it. Cody acknowledged it and, and was like,
2: yeah, and all that stuff. But I'll just say real quick with the Triple H thing, I, it just felt like, um, like, remember, like Tony Khan in the last press conference where he was answering serious questions, like, with that stupid hat and everything on. And then, uh, it felt like Triple H channeled Tony Khan as in like, it was a great show, guys. That's what I'm focused on. Raws on 8 o'clock tomorrow or on Monday.
1: It wasn't as dismissive, though, as Tony Khan has been in the past. No,
2: I know, but it, it felt like the same way as in, like, he's like, I'm focused on the positive. We sold out the arena and everything. I was like, you're not like this, Triple H. Don't be like that.
1: <laughs> he's like, he's like, God, it's my father-in-law. He's
0: like, well, and that's the thing. Thanksgiving
1: he's- next year is going to be weird
0: it's not just his father in law though guys like, no of course you, you gotta you gotta come at it from the perspective of it's his father in law it's his wife's dad it's his kid's grandpa it's his
1: yeah it's a comp for him it's, it's a his, personal it's his situation. brother it's, it's his
0: brother in law's kid's grandpa it's It's a bad situation for him to talk about. Now, I will say this. Since I personally think they should have canceled this, I don't think they were ready to answer the type of questions that were going to be asked. Uh, But because of that, though, and they decided to go through with it, I do think that Triple H should have had a little bit more... uh, He came off a little cold and a little dismissive and a little, like... I don't have time to talk about this because we got so many cool things happening. Uh, I think maybe a PR person maybe should have sat with them and said, look, this is some serious stuff. Here's some stuff that you can say. Here's some stuff that you can't do the best you can. But it, it did feel... I just don't think this one should have happened. And I think they should have canceled it and everybody would have assumed like, okay, well, obviously... They, they're not gonna. Like, I think
2: like the main thing that he he shouldn't have said was that like, he didn't read the lawsuit or he didn't know anything about it. And I was like, okay, well that's just very dismissive in that way. And, like the whole he's on the board of he's it. Like, I don't so, have
1: time to read sixty like, some no. pages. I'm playing the rumble right now.
2: Yeah, I'm like you're on the board though. Like you know everything. You want to talk
1: about the text it. messages? Uh, I'll read you the text messages.
0: <laughs> here, here, I'll
2: pull them back up real quick
1: no no
2: no we're not
1: sorry. gonna do that sorry tim take us out with like a rumble
0: well it wasn't a rumble <laughs> your i didn't i i didn't pick a classic rumble i i picked a classic uh wrestlemania and it's wrestlemania 5 and the reason why i picked it is because again we're on the road to wrestlemania and i thought that this week was kind of dark and weird so i wanted to go back to a time where wrestling seemed fun and childlike and not super dark and weird. So, uh WrestleMania 5. This is before all of our time, but let me take you back some some old classic wrestling characters. Opening match, King Haku, who some people refer to as the baddest man in history in pro wrestling. Apparently, he would gouge your eyes out in a bar if you messed with him. So, King Haku versus Hercules, the Twin Towers Akim and the Big Boss Man against the Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Brutus the Barber B-Case versus Ted DiBiase. The Bushwhackers versus the, Fall- the Fabulous Rougeau. The Fabulous Rougeaus, excuse me. Mr. Perfect versus Blue Blazer, a.k.a. Owen Hart. Uh, Demolition, Action Smash against the Powers of Pain, the Warlord and the Barbarian. Dino Bravo against Ronnie Garvin, the Brain Busters. Arn Anderson and Tully Branchard against Force, which is Tito Santana and Rick Martell. Jake Roberts against Andre the Giant. Bret Hart and Jim Dandyvil Nightheart against Greg the uh, against Rhythm and Brew, Blues, Greg the Valentine, Greg the Hammer Valentine, and the Honky Talk Man. Sorry, I can't read tonight. Uh, Rick Rude versus The Ultimate Warrior. Bad News Brown versus. So Va- upset about Punk. I know I'm I'm all discombobulated. Uh, Bad News Brown versus Jim Duggan. The Red Rooster against the Brooklyn against the. Brooklyn Brawler, and finally, dear lord, this was a long one, the main event and the reason why I picked it because it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, Hulk Hogan against Randy Savage.
1: He's a real American. (sighs)
0: So go enjoy some classic 1980s pro wrestling. Thank you for joining us for episode 116. I sincerely hope that next week we will have more positive show to talk about it's been a dark week of pro wrestling the rumble was fun but between the vince stuff and seth being hurt now punk being hurt it's just been eh. but uh hopefully things get back on track and we will see you all next week for episode 117 have a great week and go enjoy the pro wrestling